Masechet Yoma, Daf 26, Kaf Vav. We begin with the next Mishnah, Pais HaShelishi. As we mentioned all together, there are four lotteries that are done on a daily basis every day of the year uh, to decide which Kohanim would get to do uh, the various Avodot. And the third one, Chadashim Laketoret Bo Vehafisu. They announce anyone who is new to the Ketoret, anyone who never got a chance to, to uh, serve the, to prepare the ketoret, uh, or any kohen can come and do it. If you did, did a ketoret before any time in your life, uh, then you cannot join this lottery. They wanted to give everyone a chance at once in their lifetime. The Gemara will explain why. And the very last um, lottery, chadashim, then they would invite both those who have done it before and those who did not do before, which is min ma'ale ebarim min akevesh lam mizbeach. Remember beforehand, during the second lottery, they took all the pieces of the Korban Tamid and they put them on the ramp going up to the Mizbeach while they did everything else. And then after they finished the Ketoret, then they need one person that would take all of those pieces of the, the, the various limbs of the animal and actually take them from the ramp and put them on the fire that's on the Mizbeach, right? So it seems from here that one person took all 13 pieces all, all nine pieces, even though there were nine different people that brought them onto the ramp. Okay, we'll discuss all this further in the Gemara, which starts off, starts off with a Tosefta, Tana. Me'olam lo shana adam ba. No, no Kohen ever did the Ketoret twice in his lifetime uh, because there was so much demand. Why was there so much demand? Everybody wanted to do it. Because they had a tradition that uh, performing the ketoret brings wealth to a person. So since everybody wanted that blessing, uh, there was a lot of competition. So there's always more of someone there that never did it before. What's the source that, uh, that connects ketoret with the blessing? The blessing to Levi says, um, they shall put incense before you in your, uh, uh, they shall put, the, the, they, Levi, will put, the, specifically the Kohanim, will put incense before, before you, Hashem, before your nose to uh, anthropomorphically smell it. And it says after that, God should give, bless his strength, his, his uh, chelo, his substance. So that's a blessing for wealth. So that's the source. However, right? It says similarly that um, uh, they put whole burnt offerings on your altar, Hashem. So, and that's followed by Barech Hashem Chelo. So, why don't you say that giving any sacrifice, any animal sacrifice, also brings the blessing of wealth? So, what's so special about Ketoret? This is you're right. That would also bring bring blessing, but. The uh, animal sacrifices are, there's a lot of them. Not only the korban tamid, uh, all the korbanot that everybody brings, the chatat, asham, shalamim, right? So as any kohen who's involved in any of those will get that blessing. So that's no problem. There's not so much competition because every kohen will have a chance many times in a lifetime to offer uh, various animals. But ketoret, there's only two a day. You can't add any more. And that, then that's it for, for, for the, the whole year. Um, so therefore, you know, only uh, 700 or so the whole year. So that's why there's so much competition. It's relatively rare. Levi 
Now that we spoke about the uh, special place that Levi has in the Beracha, that he's the one that uh, the Kohanim there are the ones that have served the Ketoret. So now we mentioned something else that we never find a, uh, a, a sage, a rabbi who teaches the more, meaning halacha instruction, halachic instruction, um, except if he's from Levi or from Yisachar. What's the source for this? Levi dichtib yoru mishpatecha le-ya'akob. Also in those blessings, it says yoru, which is the same source as Torah, which means teaching. They will teach, he will, uh, he will teach the laws to Yaakov. That's regarding Levi. Yisachar dichtib ne-yisachar yodeh bina la'aitim la'da'at ma'ya'ase Yisrael. And the Vireyamimus says, Yisachar, no, have understanding to, to, uh, make known to Israel what they should do. So that's also their practical knowledge. There you go, those two tribes. Uh, question, right? Don't they have uh, sages too? And Yehuda, uh, my lawgiver, he gives the uh, chukim. He teaches, he also teaches Torah. The answer is no, that's different. We were talking about giving a suket the, to, to bring up the, uh, the, the tradition uh, to the halacha, right? You want to give, be able to give the bottom line practical, uh, practical halachic conclusion that Levi and Yisachar do best. Yehuda is good at studying Torah in a theoretical manner, but not a halacha lemaaseh. So therefore, that's the difference between those two, right? Seeing those first two pesukim uh, mentions teaching to Yaakov what Yisrael should do, right? It's teaching to the people every what everybody needs to know, which that uh, pasuk is lacking in Yehuda. All right, this is quite interesting. I mean, certainly we had many great poskim throughout history who were in fact. Levi'im, like uh, Rabbi Chaim David HaLevi, the chief rabbi of Tel Aviv. Uh, but we also had uh, many, there were many who were not Levi'im. Um, so maybe they're all uh, from the uh, from the, uh, the uh, ten lost tribes from Yisachar, who uh, you know eventually uh, were survived in exile or came down. Um, uh, but uh, anyway, we do have many great poskim from lots of different places. So it's an interesting uh, agada. Okay, So when we talked about before the lottery of the various people, right? Remember the second lottery had 13 people. The first four uh, did uh, the other other things, right? They would um, do a do shechita, do the zerika, clean out the insides. Um, but then nine of them, nine of them would take the pieces of the uh, an animal of the korban tamid of the morning and put it on the on the mizbeach. How about the afternoon korban tamid? Who who put those those pieces on the mizbeach? The answer is all the same. I guess the shechita also, the shechita zedika. You don't have to do a separate uh, lottery for the afternoon because whoever did it in the morning does it in the afternoon as well. We do this like, you know, on Tisha B'Av, whoever gets an aliyah in the morning, they get the, uh, the same aliyah in the afternoon. So we don't have to give out aliyot on Tisha B'Av afternoon. So similar system here. Um, so that's the, what Rabbi Yochanan says. We're going to challenge Rabbi Yochanan from Braita. Another Braita says, just like you have a lottery in the morning to pick all the, those 13 people that are going to be involved in Korban Tamid of the morning, so do you have another lottery in the afternoon. You need 13 more people to do the afternoon things. Not 13, only 11 were actually involved. Um, right, nine bringing things up. 
to others. So you need another one, another lottery in the afternoon for Korban Tamid Shel Ben Harbaim. So this contradicts Rabbi Yochanan who says you'd have all the same people. The answer is, no. Um, when this Braita says when you do have the same, that's not Maketoret. Just like you had a lottery, this was the second lottery that you pick someone to do Ketoret. So too, this, um, the, no, the first lottery was Ketoret. First lottery, Ketoret. So too, the third lottery here is also for Ketoret, because two Ketorets. But for the Korban Tamid, there's no new lottery. That's the same thing. Whoever did it in the morning does it the same. So we can resolve that that would be Ochanan. All right, so far so good. We have another Braita that says, This Braita has the word law. Now, Ketoret is Nekeva. So you can't, they, we have to say La if it was talking about Ketoret. In fact, this is law. It's talking about Korban, which is uh, Zachar. So you see, just like you have a lottery for it, the Korban in the morning, so you have for it, the Korban Tamid at, uh, in the Ben Harbaim. Arbit means Ben Harbaim. So we have a Braita that contradicts Rabbi Yochanan. Now we can answer, Emma La, you have the wrong, uh, you, you heard it wrong. It really should say La, Nekeva. It is talking about Ketoret, in fact, just like we said for the pre- previous Braita. So far, so good. But now we have yet another Braita, or maybe it's the continuation of this Braita, and shows that you can't give that answer. Vatanya, Keshem Shemafayasin Lo Shacharit. This is both. We need a lottery both for it, male, and it, female. So what's the it, male talking about? That's the Korban Tamid. The la, that's talking about Ketoret. So this shows that there is, in fact, another lottery in the afternoon for the second Korban Tamid of the afternoon. So it's not the same people, and that contradicts Rabbi Yochanan. What's he going to say? We're talking about Shabbat. Shabbat is different from every other day because on Shabbat, we have one Mishmada, one group of Kohanim that serves in the morning. In the middle of the day, they switch, right? Remember, they take out the uh, the, the uh, 12 loaves of bread, right? And they split them. And then the new Mishmada that's going to serve from Shabbat afternoon through the next week. So you see that's not the same one, same Kohanim in the morning and the afternoon. So obviously everyone would agree, even Rabbi Yochanan, that the afternoon is done, afternoon Korban Tamid is done by a different group and therefore you need another lottery. So therefore this Baraita that says you need another lottery for the Korban Tamid, that's talking about on Shabbat only. But during the week, Rabbi Yochanan is correct that your same people did it in the morning, do it in the afternoon as well. All right, so we solved that problem. Hold on, I know you solved the problem, but like, what were you even thinking beforehand? Because if you would need to have another lottery for those people who are bringing the Korban Tamid pieces onto the ramp, you need a whole nother lottery. Then you need five lotteries. And we learned that there's only four, right? There's only four in the whole day. So and that's what Mishnah said. So how could this ever have possibly fit in? The answer is, No, we would include the 
the lottery of the afternoon Kohanim with the same lottery that was done for the morning Kohanim in the second round, right? So they would, uh, while they're giving it out, they would say, okay, lottery for the morning. Okay, then we're going to do a lottery for the afternoon. Kind of like we do on, uh, on Yom Kippur in the morning while everybody's there, we sell the aliyot for the afternoon also, right? Because in the afternoon, right, not everybody's going to come back. And so we want to make sure everybody gets a chance to, uh, to bid for them. So that, that it, it could have been, in other words, it could have still worked within the system of four, um, of four, of four lotteries. And that is, in fact, what they would have to do on Shabbat. Um, but uh, during the week, they wouldn't have to do that because of the same people, morning and afternoon. Good. Now, the Mishnah continues with the fourth lottery, and uh, so this would be for the person that would take all the pieces of the, of the tamid and bring it from the ramp onto the Mizbech, onto the fire. We say, Yaakov had, had a, a view that the, those who, in the, who previously brought the pieces of the tamid from the place of Shechita to the ramp, they also come and bring them from the ramp onto the Mizbeach, both in the morning and the afternoon. And so in that case, you would not need the fourth uh, lottery to have another person who brings all the pieces onto the Mizbeach, right? So therefore, our Mishnah Cannot, the author of Amishnah cannot be to be Eliezer ben Yaakov because he would not require another person for, to bring them uh, from, the, from the ramp onto the Mizbeach. Okay, good. What's the essence of their disagreement? The first opinion that says you make another lottery and get another person involved, they say um, a multitude of people is the king's glory. It's nice that the more people, the better, right? The more people you can involve, it's nicer when you have a lot of people get it being doing different things. So here's a chance to give uh, something, uh, 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 another Kohen, a, uh, a zechut. Uh, however, to be Eliezer ben Yaakov says, no, that we don't, in the place of Shekhinah, we don't say that. If we're talking about, you know, personal needs, okay, fine. But if in a place of divine presence, um, uh, so then, you know, it looks like, well, it looks like the first guy who brought it to the ramp, he's tired, he doesn't feel like doing it anymore. Uh, you know, let someone else do it. No, you started the mitzvah, you finish, you finish. You brought it halfway, now bring it all the way up. That shows your zealousness for the mitzvah and not uh, that you want to leave it to someone else. So therefore, that's the reasoning of the Be'adus Ben Yaakov, that's the same um, that's, the, that's the same person that does it. Good. Amadava, lo rebi Eliezer ben Yaakov it le de rebi Yehuda, ve lo rebi Yehuda it le de rebi Eliezer ben Yaakov dimken, basru lehu payasot. Okay, saying that these two opinions are mutually exclusive. You can only hold one or the other. They don't agree with each other. So the Be'ezer Be'akov, that's what we just said. What does the Be'uda say? We mentioned him uh, yesterday. Uh, that he says, yeah, yesterday. He says that um, you do not do a separate lottery for the ketoret and the and bringing the coals from the outside back inside, right? You do just one lottery for the one that does a ketoret. If when, once he's picked, he's going to bring the actual ketoret into the Kodesh, and he'll tell a friend, listen, help me out, uh, you come along with me. So therefore, all that is one is one lottery. So what they have in common, the Be'ez ben Yaakov says that we don't need another, a fourth lottery for the person to bring from the ramp to the Mizbeach. Now, if you don't have either of these lotteries, then you're only going to have three sets of lotteries, and that's not good because 
the Mishnah, and everyone agrees you need four. So therefore, Rabbi Elias ben Yaakov does not agree with Rabbi Yehuda. So he doesn't think that you need a fourth lottery for bringing things from the rent to the Mizbeach. So what does he use the fourth lottery for? He'll say the fourth lottery is going to be for the person that brings the coals for the ketoret. So he's okay. Um, but Rabbi Yehuda, on the other hand, thinks that you don't need another separate lottery for bringing the coals, only one lottery for the ketoret and the coals. So what's he going to do with the fourth lottery? No problem. He'll say, as we have in our, in our text of the Mishnah, the fourth lottery is for the person that brings the pieces from the ramp to the Mizbeach. Good. So everybody needs the fourth lottery. Use it for something. Interesting line. If you would find any Tana, meaning uh, the, one of the memorizers, who has a, a quotes a Braita that says there are five lotteries, he's like, we don't have such a Braita. There's no Mishnah, no Braita. We never found anyone that has five lotteries. But theoretically, if you'd find one, then that opinion would not agree with either the Be'eliezer ben Yaakov and not Kedabi because how would you get to five lotteries? That would mean you need a lottery for a separate person to bring things from the ramp to the Mizbeach, and you'd also need a separate lottery for the ketoret and the coals. So if you have all of those, it'd be maximum five. Since we don't find, find anybody like that, there really is nobody that can agree with both of these opinions at the same time. Good. And now we get to the next Mishnah. Tamid karev There's a common formula in the Mishnah uh, to give the range of all possible values for something. Um, okay, so we mentioned already that in the, the, the second lottery, are, there's 13 people chosen, um, but nine out of them are carriers, right? They carry parts of the korban and the uh, other, the flour and the, and the wine, they carry them onto the ramp. Okay, so we're only talking about the nine out of the 13 that are carriers. So of those, the least there will ever be is nine. But there are some circumstances in which you'll have a lottery for 10 people, you have to add someone else, sometimes 11, sometimes even 12, but it's never less than nine, it's never more than 12. Okay, what are the scenarios in which we'll have each one? The Qurban Tamid, just by itself, with its mincha, uh, and the chavitin, remember that, and the and the and the uh, yain, all that is requires nine. So that's the least every day, morning and afternoon. You certainly need nine. On Sukkot, we also have nisuchamayim, which is done in the morning, and so that we need another kohen to bring up that pail of water onto the mizbeach. So that would be ten. Now ben harbayim be'achadasad during the afternoon mincha. Every day, you'd need another two. Besides the regular nine, you'd need another two. Um, uh, the usual nine for the pieces of the Korban uh, Tamid, that's the same. But you also have to bring two logs that you add onto the Mizbeach. Now, you add logs on the Mizbeach in the morning also. But in the morning, it's done earlier. That's done by the person that's doing the Tudumat Adeshen uh, in the first lottery that person also brings up the two logs. So that's separate in the morning. In the afternoon, however, those logs are brought up at the same time as the rest of the uh, Korban Tamid. And so you need two people, one for each log. So then we got 11. Bach Shabbat, 
Um, yeah. Shabbat also has 11. Now in the morning, Shabbat morning, you have the nine for the Korban Tamid. And when we switch out the Lechem Apanim, the 12 loaves, together with the Lechem Apanim, are two bowls of frankincense that are offered on the, on the Mizbeach. They also have to be carried up by two Kohanim, so that's nine plus two, that's 11 again. And when do we have 12? When the Shabbat and Sukkot, right? When uh, Sukkot falls out on Shabbat, then you're gonna have uh, in the morning, the regular nine plus the two for the frankincense and another one to bring up the water. And that's how you get 12. Good. So now we've got all the possibilities of how many would be the most and the least. All right, some questions on that. Okay, we're not sure who said the statement, but three different possibilities. Um, but it's definitely from Eretz uh, Yisrael. Um, okay, and menasechin mayim bechag ela betamid shel shahar. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan says, on Sukkot, when you're going to bring that jug of water uh, uh, up, it's done always in the morning with the with the tamid shel shachar. You don't do it in the afternoon. That's he says that statement. Now, how does he know that? Right, because I mentioned here in the, in the end of it, and end of the Mishnah, that on Shabbat, that's during Sukkot, that's when someone carries up the, 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 the water, and that's how you get 12. And if you think it's talking about the afternoon, then um, on a regular chol, non-Shabbat, you'd also have 12. How so? Every afternoon, you have the ninth for Tamid Shal Ben Arbaim, two more for Shenei Gezirei Asim, that's 11. And so if you'd bring the water in the afternoon, then you'd have 12, even if it wasn't Shabbat. Uh, so therefore we see that the water is not brought in the, in the afternoon, it's only brought in the morning, and that's why on a usual morning, when you just have nine, and then so you bring this one also, uh, that's only, so, and you bring the water, that still will only be 10. Um, right, uh, that's 10, right? So therefore the only time you'd have 12 is if it's on Shabbat, and you have the two frankincense, and you bring that in the morning, that's how you get 12. So that proves that the, the Nisuch HaMayim is always done in the morning. And we have yet another proof, another Braita, because it says in Masechet Sukkah, we have this famous story that's said about Alexander Yanai, one of the Hasmonean uh, high priests, uh, who himself was a Sadoki. Um, and so the Sadokim do not agree on the Suchamayim. The Suchamayim is never mentioned explicitly in the Torah. Therefore, the Sadducees, who are more uh, literalists, say, no, we should not do Nisuchamayim. You can't just take random things, put them on the Mizbech. They're against it. So one time, when he was the, uh, when he was the Kohen Gadol, he took the water that they had brought up, and he poured it out onto his feet. 
right? He totally disregarded in front of everybody uh, and did not do Nisuchamayim. He, he uh, desecrated it, in fact, by pouring on his feet. And because of that, the people there were so upset because most of the people followed the Pharisees. So they happened to be holding their etzrogim, which is convenient because they, because they, when they were so angry, they pelted the Kohen Gadol with etzrogim on that day. I'm sure that was a lot of fun until Alexander and I took revenge and uh, killed hundreds and hundreds of people because of that. So that has a sad ending. Anyway, why do we bring this here? Because in the Mishnah says, we tell the Kohen, pick up your hands. We want to see your hands, right? Show us your hands. And so that we know that you're taking the water and putting it on the Mizbech and not pouring it on your, on your feet. We don't trust him. Now, right, because one time he put it on his feet and everybody pelted him with etrogim. What do you learn from this story? When was Nisu Hamayim done? must be in the morning because they were holding their etrogim. When do we carry our etrogim? Only in the morning, right? During shaharit, halel, musaf. We don't, we don't carry in the afternoon. So therefore, you see, that's a nice roundabout proof, um, but a, a very good one, that Nisuch HaMaim is done in the morning. Shema Mina. Tanya. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Omer, Minayin Tamit shel ben Harbayim, Shetaun shenei gizirei etzim b'shnei kohanim. We mentioned uh, that in the Mishnah, that you need two more kohanim in the afternoon to bring up these two logs. How do we know that? The Pasuk says, in plural, they will arrange the wood. That's talking about two people that have to come and bring those logs up. So even though the context there is talking about the morning, but we don't need to tell you in the morning because we have another Pasuk that tells us that in the morning will be ayat aleha kohen atzim. That the kohen will burn uh, will burn logs in the morning. And so, why do you need another pasuk to tell you varechu atzim? Must be talking about in the afternoon. And see, it says it in plural. So therefore, it must be two kohanim do it. Okay, so that seems like a good answer. But hold on, Maybe both of these pesukim are actually both talking about the morning. And, this, and, the, and the reason why it's repeated is to say, bring two logs and then bring another two logs. I mean, you're burning a lot of things, right? So bring, bring, do it more than once and all, both, both times in the morning. No, that can't be. If doing the same thing twice, it should use the same verb. But here, once it says varechu and bi'ed, so that seems to imply that it's talking about doing two different things at different times, not the same, not the same thing at the same time, not 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 both in the morning, but rather uh, something different, one in the afternoon. No, still not satisfied. If it just said ubi'ed ubi'ed, I would think that only one person can bring. It's okay for one kohen to bring up both logs. So, and I wouldn't think not, I think, uh, no, not, not two. The reason why it says it twice in different ways is to say, and then, so that teaches me that I could bring, um, so this teaches me that I have to bring two, uh, two people, right? Two people have to, have to uh, bring it up. Um, uh, so that's, uh, that's why it's teaching, but it's not teaching me anything about the afternoon. Who says that? Um, and we answer, No, if it was just teaching me that you need to, one person can bring it up the first time and two people can bring it up, need to bring it up the second time, you could still use the same verb of 
but do the first one singular and the second one plural, but still use just ubi aru. Iname ve'adach ve'arichu, or use the same verb twice and say ve'adach and ve'arichu. May ubi aed and ve'arichu, shema minak amrinan. The fact that it makes the pisukim have two differences. Uh, right, I'll show you here. This was this is ubi aed, which is singular, and this pasuk is ve'arichu, which is plural and a different verb. So that teaches uh, that there's two differences. Number one, that you have to bring two, two kwanim have to do it, and has to be done at a different time in the afternoon. So um, that's the proof that you need two kwanim to bring up the afternoon logs. Good. Pais pa'amim shelosha asar, pa'amim arba'a asar, pa'amim hamisha asar, pa'amim shisha asar. So now um, going back to that, remember we said in the previous Mishnah that there are 13 people that are chosen in the second uh, lottery, right? That includes the nine that are carrying things and another four that were doing other things, the shochet, hazaah, cleaning out the inside um, uh, uh, and uh, the something else, the logs. Um, no, not the logs, and something else. Um, and so that's that's the, the normal 13. Um, however, sometimes, in, in, including in that second lottery, we would need some more people, sometimes 14, 15, and even 16 are chosen. Uh, how so? Well, this is the same as the Mishnah we just had. We mentioned that you could have 9, 10, 11, 12, well, that's just if counting only the carriers. If you're counting also the people that are um, that are doing the other preparations, then you can have uh, 13, um, 14, 15, or 16. Okay, so this basically agrees with what we said before, right? The 16, the most would be Shabbat in the morning on Sukkot, right? When you need the usual 13 plus the two frankincense, 14, 15, plus the jug of water, that would be 16. Okay, good. So we understand Rabbi Chaya, but we have a question because Vatanya, Shiva Asad, right? We have another Braita that says there sometimes could be 17. Wait a second. How could you have 17? If you're saying there's 17, that must follow the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, who says that uh, you bring, you have only one. Uh, one uh, um, uh, one lottery for the uh, for the korban for the ketoret and the coals. So in that case, the seventeenth uh, offering uh, is taking up the pieces and putting them onto the altar, which is not like to be Elizabeth Yaakov, who says that the same people do in the morning do it also in the afternoon. Oh, so that would be the seventeenth task. Uh, so this brayta that says seventeen would therefore follow his opinion. Baruch Adonai Adonai Amen Amen